Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. Today's episode is the roundup of 2017 interviews that I've done. And just to start things off, I wanted to give you a little more insight into why I started the podcast. It's culmination of a journey for me from back in the days when I was one of five children living in a house with my mother and the father on social housing in a big estate in the middle of North London. We lived above a dry cleaners. We were overcrowded. There was seven of us in this three bed, which we kind of turned into a four bed by using utility rooms and stuff like that. We had my sister in one of the rooms and she was there amongst all our bits and pieces that, that shouldn't really have been in the bedroom. There was a fridge. I remember the fridge being there and uh, all sorts of other pieces and boxes of stuff that shouldn't uh, really have been in a young girl's bedroom but we had to live our life and um, we had to use things uh, as per we needed to to make sure that the people within the family were catered for in bedrooms etc so i had a bunk bed which i shared with my older sister she was seven years older than me i'm sure a young teenage girl wanted to be rooming with her brother that was seven years younger than her i'm sure that was great fun but we needed to do it we had to get on we had a, a life in the inner city of london by world terms we were rich but by uk terms we were poor so we got on with things and when i moved into this house and as we have developed this house that we're in now we've actually got four spare bedrooms so if you take that into account of where i've come from originally i wanted to try and help some other people at least mentally possibly physically as well transform their life so that's where i've come from just to give you an idea of some of the people we've had on we've had some brilliant guests and the very first guest tony kelly he had issues he had problems they were mental health problems so we're trying to deal with wealth and health tony's problem was a mental health issue so we started the program off with Tony. I knew Tony. Tony's a great guy. And I thought, what a great guy to have on, first of all. Brilliant speaker. And if anybody's out there needs any help with gambling, Tony's your man. He can help. The one thing about all the people that we had on the show is that they'd been through some pressure, some things within their life that they'd actually struggled with and they've been ridiculed bullied they would suffered from depression they've been hospitalized and even were suicidal but they managed to transform their lives and now even help to transform others too they still have their issues in one case at least i guess you'd have to say that they still have an addiction although they've overcome it and no doubt it's always in the background so it needs attention and needs looking after we had Tony Kelly on the show. Tony, I know, has been educating children in schools on the perils of gambling and how it took him on massive highs and even longer lows. Gambling cost him around £500,000 and changed his life. Now, Tony doesn't look back too much on things. He likes to look forward. What happened, happened. He gets on with it and mentally he's over it. So he wants to move forward and help other people to do the same thing too. It's a mental health thing. It's something that's helped him to suffer wealth wise as well he'd have been half a million pound richer now he ended up his playing career after nine professional clubs with debts of nearly two hundred thousand pounds 
Ouch. Now, Tony has moved things on since then. He's actually had a meeting with the FA and he's looking to do some work with the Football Association to try and help footballers, in particular young footballers Tony was interested in, to try and stop them getting involved in gambling and in particular stopping them getting addicted to gambling. Tony inspires us all with his resilience and how he bounced back. He refuses to give in to his addiction and helps others to get over theirs as well. So well done, Tony. Here's a clip from Tony's episode. 33 or something, I've finished football. As I said, I've wrapped up a lot of debt. Uh, so I'm still gambling even after my professional football. So, yeah, I was thinking of ways of, you know, how to clear some of my debts. And like I said, you, you would do anything. And, yeah, opportunity came to do a story uh, with an ex-EastEnders actress, which we can't name, obviously. And it's something that I'm not proud of, to be honest with you. It wasn't Dot Cotton, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't Dot Cotton. All right, fair enough. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was something I'm not proud of, to be honest. Um, I look back and I think, geez, you know, this, that you had to really do that to just to get money, just to gamble. And yeah, um, yeah, the money went within a few weeks anyway. So yeah, uh, something yeah, not too proud of. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to read a little excerpt from your book, yeah. if, if I may, yeah. because yeah. it kind of sums things up a little bit for me. Yeah. So you, you've written... That's what gambling does to you. It takes you on a roller coaster ride through all the emotions from exaltation to total despair. Naturally, this affected my game. When I had won, I would be on a high and play well. But when I would have lost, it would usually lead to a stinker on the pitch. Yeah, the, uh, that's, that sums up a, a lot of the stuff I went through um, in terms of mentally, physically, how, how, I, how I was uh, coping with it. Um, you know, there was times where I would go out in front of, you know, 20,000 people, yeah, with my mind elsewhere, not focused on the game. I've just lost a couple of grand the day before. And yeah, it plays with your mind. And, and it's proof of the pudding is that I've probably roughly about 200 league appearances for the five or six clubs I played for. But realistically, I should have played 400 games. Um, and that's due to the, the way my mindset was, the way it affected, affected me mentally. Um, I was always in and out of the team. I could be out of the team for three months. So I've lost four or five years to the game because uh, I finished at 30-31. So I've definitely lost time to the game. Uh, and that's and that's uh, due, obviously due to the addiction. So that really did affect your, your wealth and health yeah exactly both lost a lot of money approximately half a million pounds in total with houses etc and property Ouch. and yeah. if you'd have invested that probably yeah so yeah but you can't look at it that way you've got to look at it as though you know i had a i had an addiction i had a a, a problem yeah that unfortunately with me i didn't deal with at the time uh which is again something we talk about in terms of you know talking about it and getting help asap i didn't do that um, and so I suffered, yeah. Um, but that's gone, it's history's passed, and I've moved on to other things today. Then we had Alexander Siri on the show. Alex had suffered as a lad with his father leaving when he was a tot and having a less than perfect relationship with his mother, leading to him suffering from depression and having suicidal thoughts. He met his beautiful wife and things took a turn for the better as he made huge investments in a course. Now Alex went into everything and told us all the situation of how he was making this investment and then immediately afterwards was sick. It turned out to be the best thing he'd ever done but the nerves kicked in and he wondered whether he'd made a huge mistake, did it, followed it through. He burned his bridges, he'd made his commitments and Alex just went from strength to strength and he told us the whole story of how he did that. It led to him becoming a successful property investor and nothing ventured, nothing gained. He's now moved on with his latest project being Shifts to Success where he's working with the police force to enable them to become entrepreneurs. And he's also got a book out too. Impressive stuff from Alex. Well done, Alex. 
you're starting to get the mindset to transforming your life. Is that yeah. where you got involved with Simon Zucci's Property Investors Network? That's exactly right. Yeah. So from that, I didn't. I found out I don't want a job anymore. Just as especially my dream job wasn't all what it was cracked up to be. So I decided right. Okay. I want to start learning about investments and property. But the only thing is, I didn't know a thing about property. I just, I, I didn't have capital to kind of invest really. So I knew I had to learn somehow. So what I did, I actually ordered um, your Property Network magazine with a book, came with it, Property Magic. I read that book and I was like, oh my God, this is this is great. It's really simple laid out. So what I decided with my partner, uh, we went into a three-day event, um, which is called the Mastermind uh, Accelerator. And then from that, we went on the full year course. But the only problem with this is that it would cost about, I think it's about £18,000, which is all of mine and my partner's savings because I got kicked out of my family home and I was saving for a house for me and my partner's living because I was living with my mother-in-law, right? Decision. An opportunity yeah. versus your lifestyle. So yeah. this is yes. something that you have to make a decision on, isn't it? So I oh, don't know where yours has gone, but you can imagine other people that are out there listening, thinking, I've got an opportunity, it's going to cost me money, but where am I going to take it in the future? So I know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, long story short, it was crunch time for me after this three-day event. I had to kind of decide whether to go go back to a life of mediocrity have a job dictated by bosses and kind of the system and the rat race and get a mortgage and stuff or take a massive leap of faith in my own abilities and uh, my kind of resourcefulness and spend the money and try to take a control of my life a bit more so at 24 spent the 18,000 pounds and about two minutes after that that signing of the contract i actually threw up i went to the toilet threw up everywhere don't know what it was to this day probably a bit of anxiousness but it was a lot of money spending that age and i just thought jesus christ what have i just done so after a few sleepless nights crunch time came and long story short i had an amazing year and ended up becoming a top performer so with zero starting capital ended up achieving uh pounds worth of cash flow in my first year and four incredible JV partners and to now in 2017 we're over six figures of income and ownership of over a million pounds uh, worth of property and now I coach and mentor other property investors as well as um, becoming a business coach as well. Sam Slack was totally different to the other guys he was a British champion for a start a two times British natural bodybuilding champion he told us of how he got into his sport, his incredible mindset, his attention to detail and his training techniques. It was fascinating stuff. It's not what you thought it would be because I believe this guy would be training seven days a week. Doesn't he trains three or four times a week? And he does about an hour and 10 minutes, I think he said. So if you believe that ordinary people which would go training seven days a week are not able to perform as high as him, it's because of the intensity. And Sam explained all about the high intensity nature of his training sessions. If you get a chance to have a look at him training on social media, then just have a look. The weights are incredible and it's energy sapping just watching him. He's a champion for a reason, that's for sure. And when you see people change, that there makes you feel like this is good. This is what I enjoy. Seeing people go from one place and progress to another place and their life changes. Sure. So for the people that are out there, armchair listeners, let's call them, yeah. they're sitting there and they're thinking, yeah, this would be great. I could get fitter. I could get healthier. I didn't necessarily be bodybuilding, but what tips would you give them to get going, to get started and get themselves out of that chair? I would say they need to figure out what their, their why is first. And sometimes that's hard, but you need to understand that 
if you don't know where you're going, if you're not clear on your outcome and the reason why you want to do that, then it's going to be very hard to get going. So the goals need to be specific. They need to be clear on why do I want to get fit? Is it because, you know, I want to play with my children? Is it because longevity and when you get older, you don't want to be unable to kind of do certain things? And do you want to just look good? There's so many different reasons why people jump into it, but they need to be clear on what it is initially. That will then give them the motivation and the tools to be able to actually do what they want to do. Because if it's not clear enough, it's easy to give up. And then, and then it spirals into a kind of starting, stopping, starting, stopping, getting confused, wasting time, because they're not clear on actually why they want to do it. You're fit at an ultra level. So how do you see the relation between wealth and health? It comes down to energy and focus for me, in that if you're not healthy, you can't perform I would agree. correctly. Yeah, so yeah. if you're eating a lot of unhealthy food, if you're not doing exercise, you're going to feel sluggish, you're going to feel moody, you're going to feel unhappy, tired. So health is so paramount when you want to build your finances or build a business, be successful in whatever area of your life, health always comes first. But people try to do it the other way around. They try to build their finances before they've got the foundations there. If you're not functioning properly, then you're going to struggle. So for me, your health is so important and that is the foundation of any type of career path that you want to choose. Just eating a bit healthier, doing some exercise, you'll realise that that will help you perform in other aspects of your life. Now, my buddy John Mann was on the show. He had it tough too. There was a huge expectation on John, and the expectation was for him to succeed because as the oldest child in the Chinese family, they had these traditional expectations placed upon them. And he came back to the UK at eight and was bullied for not speaking English. Eventually, he went back to Hong Kong to work, but... He lost everything at some point and he was losing money on business deals and things didn't work out for him over there so he came back to the UK to start again and he tells this story and he's now forging ahead with multiple businesses and trains other people to become successful and financially free too. Now I'm not a very quick learner it took me another two years to buy another one in 2013. Now, I was still doing all this work by myself, by the way. So I was running the chip shop, running the eBay business, and refurbing the property, uh, stripping all the wallpaper, painting it, uh, fitting the shelves. I was doing everything. You're putting that shift in that we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. And then at 2015, my back was against the wall, really. I had another you know, seminal period in my life. I, I, I can't do this. It's to do with what you're happy with. I was uh, putting a shift in. The, the, the takings weren't going anywhere. And my two buy-to-lets were, were just trickling along. I wasn't doing anything. It was passive income. And I revisited the idea of, you know, rich dad, poor dad, this thing about acquiring assets, building passive wealth. So I took massive action. I, um, I got educated in property seriously. I got rid of the, I disposed of the chip shop. Again, another motivated sale. But I knew I was on bigger things. And now I do property full time. And I've never uh -huh. looked back. I am financially free and I've never looked back. That's brilliant. So what makes you get up in the morning nowadays, John? Uh, the alarm clock, firstly. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I've got this energy. I've got this because financial freedom. Now, for people who haven't experienced it, I'm 49. Yeah, I've experienced it, you know, for a year and a half now. It gives you such liberty. It really does. It gives you so much energy and you get to create and play again. The feeling of, do you know what? You know, if I want to take a day off, I'll take a day off. Now, work doesn't seem like work anymore. Work and play and family all blends in. And I don't, I, I don't know where work stops and where work starts. I, it's really weird, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not dreading it. And I'm compelled. I'm more than ever to compel to show, to, to inspire other people to make the same choice that I have and get them out of the rat race. That's what gets mm. me up in the morning. Then we had Vishal Majaria on the show. Vishal was an interesting character. Despite his free mental health illness bouts, he had turned things around and within 18 months was earning a six-figure income. Incredible. This guy had suffered. He'd had rejection by his fiance just as he was about to go to Africa. She let him down and said, as a dear John, sorry, Vishal, it's not me and you so he had to go to africa on his own came back his life in tatters and he'd also suffered from some gambling issues too so he'd not had it easy with the mental illness that was going on as well so he was a very interesting guy to interview and he tells you how he turned things around here's a clip from the podcast and so i had this amazing career that i started to develop traveling around the world helping people with writing the books and i was just living the dream but then whilst I was teaching one day, something hit me and I questioned and doubted myself so much that I had this major anxiety and panic attack. And I didn't know what was going on, but I sensed something wasn't right. And so that led me down this path of my third severe mental health episode. And it took me a long time to accept once again that I needed help. But it got so bad that I ended up in three different mental health institutes and in two different countries. And I just went down a really downward spiral. Anyway, it took me a long time to recover, eventually getting out of the mental health institute. I decided to start my own company called Wow Bookcamp. And I've been, ever since February this year, I've been traveling around the world under my own brand, helping entrepreneurs and professionals improve the quality of their lives through branding and writing their own books. What countries have you been to, Vishal? I have been to... Albania three times, I've been to Paris, been to Belgium, all across the UK. I went to Guadeloupe in the Caribbean four times this year. I was in the US three times this year, New York and South Florida. I was in Canada. So yeah, they're the main country. That's incredible. I did say you was an international speaker. I wasn't exaggerating, was I? <laughs> yeah, it's been great. So yeah, that was a slightly longer version of my life story and my background than I thought I was going to tell you, but there you go. Finally, there was Mark Walker, who was successful from an early age, eight to be precise, cutting people's grass and then subcontracting the jobs out to his friend whilst taking the lion's share. That's an entrepreneur in the making for sure. By the time he was 17, he was running the largest nightclub in Worcester and he was going from strength to strength. He's been mentoring and advising companies for many years now and is known by people as the business builder after many successful businesses. Yeah, well, the funny thing is I started my first um, business, although I didn't call it business, when I was eight. You know, that was cutting people's lawns and hedges and, and weeding paths wow. and 
having people give me a five pound note for cutting a you know their lawn because they didn't want to cut it themselves and then i realized that i could get my mate to do it for me and give him two pounds and i still made three pounds and you know i didn't realize that was called leverage i was eight nine ten years of age and it was only when i went to my senior school that i stopped doing the gardening because i had to focus more on education but the the first position i had when i was 17 years of age or 17 and a half actually to be uh, if you like exact was running worcestershire's largest nightclub and I'm still connected with the people that helped me out 30, oh, I need to get my age away then, but 32 years ago. <laughs> uh, you know, through Facebook, I'm connected with the manager that gave me the position that I had, which was as club manager. I'm very good friends with the, the DJ, the second DJ that I worked with 32 years ago. So I have some genuine, true 32-year-old friendships. It's all about, you know, what, what, what I've learned is it's all about leveraging and taking. Every time you learn something new, so from the age I was 17 and a half, Right the way to where I am now, I'm still learning with the people I meet, the lives that I touch, the information that people give me. I want to pull projects together, Andy, and, and that's how I said earlier. It's, it's how I make other people successful, and my success is a part of their success because I learned a long time ago. There's, there's no point in trying to be, you know, one man is an island or one woman is an island. Everybody has something to offer and share experience-wise with the next person. Incredible stuff. Now, you can't fail to be inspired by what these guys have achieved, but even more importantly, what do you want to achieve? Drop me a line on transformyourwealthandhealth at gmail.com and let me know. Or call me on 07-903-771-594. Now, I've pledged to help 100 people in 2018 to improve their wealth and health. You can be one of them. Please let me know what you'd like to do and I'll do my best to help you. I personally have attracted business from the biggest companies in the UK and two of them, Coca-Cola and Glaxo's, have asked me to train their staff. I'm looking to help people at the start of their journey, people with small businesses or people who want to get healthier and fitter. Generally, people who'd like to do both really want to move on in business and want to get healthier at the same time. I think it's important. We've had people on the show that connect wealth and health together. Sam Slack was definitely one of them. Tony Kelly, I believe, and John Mann too. We've got a program where we're going to get people to work on their sales, on their websites, on their sales funnels, and also how to present themselves, whether it's online or whether it's face-to-face. Now, I personally specialize in face-to-face sales, but we also have some people that's going to help us. So we have the aid of someone that is an Amazon specialist. He's trading with Amazon and has managed to replace his salary as a teacher with Amazon sales. So if you'd like to know more, we've got startup people, we've got fitness people, we've also got people that are used to selling. So if you want help, please contact us on transformyourwealthandhealth at gmail.com or on 07903 Let's see if we're a match. Let's see if we can get you to forge your head in 2018. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.